Welcome back to Quirked Up. I'm Jessica Kleinschmidt. And I'm Rachel Luba. Cheers. We're joined by the ever wonderful, incomparable Dan Straley. Dan, thanks for joining us today. Um, are you drinking this morning, Dan? <laughs> it's morning where you are. What is your drink of choice? Uh, well, my drink of choice doesn't exist in this country, oh. um, but I have, uh, I play for Lotte. Okay. And I, I found out Lotte is like everything in Korea. Like they have, they have apartment buildings and candy and department stores and just like everything you can think of. And they make a cold brew and uh, it's actually not bad. It's actually Wait, pretty looks, good. And so it looks green. Is it just the lighting? I think it's just the lighting. Uh, it's like, I just took it out of the refrigerator. So it's kind of oh, like, I it's see. always, it's always muggy in Korea. So it's just kind of, yeah, it's not green. It's black coffee, yeah. but um, yeah, they, they, I have three of them, so hopefully I can get me through to keep up with you guys while you guys just sit here and drink your wine. So yeah, um, I mean, it kind of sucks you can't join us. I mean, you don't even want like a mimosa or anything. <laughs> I I love one, but I I do have to work later. Oh, <laughs> but okay. it's, it's usual. Good. Like when we do when we do my podcast, uh, my buddy drinks bourbon. That was the whole point. We we're gonna drink bourbon and, and and talk about whatever. But again, we do it at eleven in the morning on my time, so I. I drink coffee. Yesterday it was Kirkland Signature Coffee, so at least I have something from America going for me. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, Rachel, what's our wine word? Our wine word is MLB. Yeah. So, so it's, it's gonna happen. Um. You mentioned so you're in Korea, and I've been following your career forever. I obviously cover the A's now. I know you were with them for a little while, so I'm a little curious, just like right off the top of my head, media wise, just because I've only covered sports in America and you've been on the other side of it. So what was the adjustment to go from being an MLB guy on one side of the media to where you are now? Because I don't mean to sound rude toward us, but like, I feel like Koreans love baseball way more than Americans. That's not rude. Uh, you're right. The, but it's like the crowd is so different. Like we had, we didn't get, we didn't get fans for very much. I'll get back to your question in a second. But I got to address the other part first. The, like we had like 20% fans and like you look around the stands and it was every, first of all, everyone wears a Jersey of their favorite player, which was like very different than the States. And it was all like 20 year old women in the stands. There was like, oh really? no, yeah, everybody. That. Like that's like wow. the biggest crowd in the KBO. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I seriously don't know. And I asked our translator, like, why I see, like, I literally see very few guys up in the stands. And he said, uh, he's like, they're there. He goes, they're, they're higher up. Like they, they, but like, like you literally, he's like, you can't beat the women to buying the tickets down low. Like they just, they're always on it faster and they, they show up and like, that's like, they're, it's like this big thing to go. And, and you kind of had to go by yourself because they had the social distance in the chairs, but it was, it was kind of fascinating how it was, like, and I'm sure there's tons of men that are fans, but like the, the fan range I said is like, it's not like, like the older crowd, if you will, like kind of shows up to MLB games a lot. It's like literally like teenagers to like 80 year olds. Like that's like the fan base. Like it's like just everybody just loves Every, it. Yeah. Everything yeah. And you like, America's striving for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like you walk down the street. Um, I was walking through the streets the other day. Like I didn't travel with my team for a couple of days because we had two day road trips, which is another topic. But um, so I wasn't traveling with my team for a couple of days. And I was like walking through this, like kind of not really a back alley. It's just like all the food, like a lot of the restaurants were just kind of like on side streets. And I was walking through this side street and every single restaurant was playing our baseball game, like every single restaurant. And then like when our game ended, like every single restaurant was playing like, a different, like they, that's all they play is just baseball all day long. And so it's kind of like, it's, it is like the national sport, but it's like, there's other sports too going right now over here, but it's like the one that like is followed the most, it seems like to me, but it is just, uh, so yeah, the, just right off the bat, like not even media, but just like even the whole fan base is just so different over here. Yeah. And I mean, we should probably preface who you actually are. You're, you're a forward pitcher in the MLB, but you would not be MLB. Ew. I can't believe I just said that. In MLB. Yeah. It's so bad. Don't you have to drink something whenever yeah, you guys say yeah, that word? Like, I'm going to drink twice because I said the That's gross. You've you said, you, you said it three times now, but that's yeah. okay. Who's counting? 
Oh, it's so embarrassing. It really is. Yeah, but you're a pitcher now. You're you're. Do you say the K- counter? The KBO? Because you can I say. I don't D- think I've D- ever. You could. I guess you could say like I'm a pitcher in the KBO. Like I wouldn't okay. say I'm, I'm I'm a pitcher. I wouldn't I wouldn't say I'm a pitcher KBO. Like that okay. that is weird. If I just said. So, would you see? But you would say KBO pitcher or. I'm a KBO pitcher, or I pitch in the KBO. So you yeah. Can okay. So the yeah. The, the, ta- I'm the one out of this whole group. I'm the one that dropped out of college here. Why am I teaching? I out, no, I dropped out of college too. Okay, so, I'm okay. the only educated Our, person here. The only educated. <laughs> we get it. You went to UCLA. Like cool, we get it. Rich, yeah. Passed like a bar and stuff. Like good. I pass bars all the time. We pass bars. We know. Yeah. Yes. We, we I walk that. past bars a lot. Like it's, yeah. it's you know, and they're probably playing the baseball game, which is kind of. They cool. are playing the baseball games, but it's a. Really? Uh, I was like thinking about that. Like I just miss going because this is like what I do when the guys are on the road. I would just go to like my favorite bar down the street, have a glass of rosé because I'm a lady, mm-hmm. and um, order my favorite salad and just watch Jesus Lazardo on the mount. It just like that's what I like to do on my off days, which is kind of is that the thing? I pegged you more for a steak or like burger kind of girl. I mean, it depends. There's just like the the bar down the street has this amazing buffalo chicken salad. So it's basically. Okay, chicken- that's fine. It's I got it. on top of like lettuce and yeah. they're like call it a salad like it's- do you dan do you miss american food i know we were talking about this i feel like it was like during spring training or something uh when was it first watch you saw or something that i was at and yeah yeah and you were like oh man what i would give to to yeah. have well first breakfast first watch is like my son's like one of like the few breakfast restaurants he'll like eat like his own food at like instead of like us being like, Hey dude, do you want to try this? Like, he'll just be like, we get him like the, the pancakes or the bacon or this like the side. He'll just like, he'll, you chop it up and he just like, he loves it. But, uh, so like the first watch and we don't have any of those in central Oregon, but it's just kind of like, I saw that and it just like reminded me of him. A lot of stuff reminds me of my family that I'm over here without them for so long. But yes, we, uh, we like found ourselves after so many months, like just searching not for Korean food, but for American food which yeah. sounds and it's harder to find than expected but then i started meeting some really interesting people um like i went to a guy's restaurant the other night that he spent like 30 years in the shoe industry yeah i uh, was pretty high up with vans and nike and like now he just owns like a restaurant here in south korea and him and his him and his girl just like they they run this restaurant and like like they don't like they do it for fun not to like make a big living if that makes sense like they have a Rolls Royce and a Bentley around the corner and then they just like cook and she's the waitress. Like, it's just for fun. It's like literally her first job ever, but like he just cooks American food and it's awesome. Um, we have this fancy steakhouse here called Outback, uh, that we go to. It's like, seriously the most, it's like, it's like a Fleming's in the States here. It's like not the same thing. We like jokingly went there the first time we were like, why are these steaks $70? Like oh. kind of like what, but like it was seriously like a it was like a Fleming's type restaurant in Korea. It's not the same. And then uh, the other one we go to, it's this little burger spot called Shake Shack. That uh, there's like three of them, and one of them happens to be like Shake Shack. Ten minutes from our house. It's they uh. Shake there. They do. There's there's a couple Shake Shacks here in Korea. Um, but they serve it, they yes. serve wine right Surprise. with their burgers. They do what? They serve wine with their burgers, right? Like you can do that. They have canned wine there. Yeah. Oh, cool. Can, they have beer, wine. Yeah. But then uh, they also, they just try to get you to buy like their milkshakes, but <sighs> got to say no to those. They're, what, uh, are you like trying to watch your figure? No, but no, definitely not. But if you're, uh, if you're trying to go have a burger and fries, I think the calorie count is high enough at that point to then add a milkshake on top of it. Or you just say like, I'm already I, here. I might as well go for it. I'm the opposite. I'm like, well, I'm going to go. You're like, if I'm here, already, well yeah. 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 If I'm ready to go into this deficit today, yeah, no, I. Uh, I like a diet. I like diet coke. I genuinely just like the taste of it. So, but so I'm like beyond. I want a double double fries, and I want a diet coke just because it tastes good. I don't like people are like, oh, okay, like where I'm like, no, I just like the taste of it. I look. Do I look like I care? No, like honestly, that's what I want. Wait, Dan, are you one of the? Are you a player who is 
watching, like trying not to go over a certain number of calories, or are you one of those that is trying every day to like hit a certain number and try? Cause I know plenty of players that, I mean, I wish I was them. They're constantly like, I need to get 3,500 calories. I'm like, Oh geez. Oh, yeah. Wow. You're like, yeah. Humble brag. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I can't, I can't be like that. I used to be a really big guy in college and uh, I had, <laughs> I had to go through this uh, pretty long, not fun, like weight loss part of my life and uh like i ended up having i lost like 50 something pounds and so it was i have to pay attention i always have to um but like like sometimes you just got to play for the tie like go for that extra long run and workout just because i know i'm going to shake shack later like but uh anytime we pitch like uh thanks to technology these days i wear a whoop band and and i trust it so i and when i'm pitching i know i'm i know how many thousands of calories i'm burning so it's uh i, I can pick and choose sometimes to go have some, some burgers and fries for sure. No, it's really cool. Um, but okay. So I guess we can go back to the media question. Cause I'm genuinely curious, like it's, it's difficult to kind of define that right now. We're obviously going through a pandemic and my coverage is totally different. Like I talk to the guys over zoom now, but I guess before that, and I, I, the reason why I'm curious is like, I'm one of those few people who I'm still a fan of the game. And so sometimes my coverage is, a little bit different. I genuinely care about the guys. I mean, I don't, I mean, yeah, you're going to do cool, cool shit, but I'm definitely curious. What was the stark difference right when you got to KBO compared to what you were used to in the States as far as the media coverage goes? Yeah. So because of, because of COVID, I actually like haven't had like the KBO experience that would be typical. Like usually there'd just be reporters in the club or in the dugout. They're not allowed in the clubhouses here. They just be in the dugout. So like, as you walk from like your locker out to stretch, like you get stopped and asked questions by whoever wanted to ask you questions. Like, so it's kind of the same setup, but it's in the dugout, not the clubhouse. Um, And then after games, it'd be the same kind of thing. There'd be a designated space that like you would, they'd basically like call you out and you'd go out and talk to them if they wanted to talk to you. Um, But since that's not the case, like they get to talk to one person after a game. So like, if you do well, yes, you go talk to them. But like, at the same token, like if you don't do well, like they don't talk to anybody from the losing team because they get to talk to one person. So they're always going to talk to the person from the winning team. So it's kind of very different, but also I don't speak or read Korean. Like I know what that sign says because it's in English right below it. Um, But like, other than that, like I trust that they're the same. Like I just have to trust it. It says descending lifeline. There's like a rope here. I'm I'm at a hotel. What does that mean? There's like a, there's like a rope right next to me. And I guess if you, there's a fire, I'm supposed to jump out the window with this lifeline. I used to have those in, in, or we, when I was little in my bedroom, because I was up on like the second story and we had like these ladders that apparently if there's a fire, I had to like use it to get out. Then like call it a ladder. Cause I'm like freaking out when I hear descending lifeline. And so, doesn't it, isn't it cheaper just like font wise to just call it ladder? I don't know. Like I've seen print like screen things. I don't think they charge. Do they charge by the letter? I, I, I mean, I'm, like I'm not in the printing industry. Like, I don't know. I, Rachel, don't, don't they charge for fucking everything with that? Yeah, but hold on. If you call it a ladder, I don't think people. What if someone just wanted to like get something high up in their room? Like they don't want you using it for. Oh. That's fair. It's like a. You got to put this belt on and it's like a pulley system. And yeah. So they don't want people like rock climbing in there. Yeah. It's, it's, it looks like a rock climbing apparatus. That but is it's fair, a, des- I... a descending lifeline. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. That's... Let's I hope just... I don't have to use it during the airing of this yeah, podcast. Yeah, I just feel like there's Let's other, yeah, that. I feel like that's another podcast. Just yeah. But so I don't speak the language and I don't read the language. So whether it's good, bad or indifferent, like I have spent, I guess we're in month like five or six. I don't know. We're, we're at game a hundred something. And I have not read an article about myself. I have not seen an article about myself. I have not heard anything Probably for the best. And I kind of like it. Yeah. Like I've been having like a really, really good season and like I go pitch well and then I go home and talk to my family and play some video games and go to bed. And it's like, 
just just repeat it just keep repeating it like there's no like you don't read into anything you don't like like it's just it's it's been different but also like kind of welcomed at the same time because like I, I can admit this because I've I've stopped doing it, but I used to be the guy that like would search my name on Twitter, mm, and then I be think like, most "Players do that." I oh yeah. So it was opening day, 2017 was the last time I did it, and I know that because, or sorry, it was my first start of that day. It was my first start as a Marlin, and like it did not go the way that you want your first start in a uniform to go. Yeah, and so afterwards I like walked into the, the clubhouse and like I was like sitting there and on my phone and I like deleted Twitter just off my phone and then like I, knowing I was gonna get it back like a couple hours later but just like in the moment like I did it's like I'm not gonna like look into this and like I got back on my phone and I was like I'm, I'm done reading that stuff like I'm done like searching it and it sounds weird but like it's just like everyone cares so much about what people think about themselves Ooh, it's, it's think so about bad. you almost so bad. it yeah, is Twitter like Twitter uh, kind of propels that desire to know what people are saying and regardless of it like whether everyone knows it doesn't actually matter but then it's like it's hard to find someone that will tell you genuinely that if some random egghead troll says something bad about them that it doesn't bother them a little bit yeah, I, and, I, and that's the one thing I preach to people too. Like, it's okay if a stranger kind of hurts your feelings. Like, sometimes it's just going to bug you, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but you can't unread, hey, Dan, I hope you die. You're like, well, yeah. Yeah. Like, thank you. Like, I, I know I gave up a couple runs, but, you know, I'm not out here by myself, dude. But you can't say that kind of stuff. You're just like, yeah, have a nice day. Like, yeah, that's, right. I totally like, that's I always say, I always say to people, like, can you just, Think about for a second, like all these regular people out there that on your worst day of work, having media, you have to answer to media about why you did so bad on your worst day. You're already probably upset to begin with. And it just like, it sucks. And I'm always blown away though. Like the, the amount of people that will go out of their way to go find somebody that had a bad day and say something even more, like say something really bad about them or to them or whatever. Like, how do you do that as a person? I don't know. It blows my mind. I had, uh, I was in the outfield in Pittsburgh one time and this like, I don't know how old he was. I'm going to guess like mid fifties guy was up there. Just like, like, Hey Dan, I hope you really, really suck when you face the pirates in a couple of days. And I was like, I hope you get fired from your job too, sir. <laughs> and, uh, and that's true. He, no, yeah. he like seriously, like, his face was just like stunned, and I, I left. Like I just went to a different part of the ballpark. Like the next day, I'm in like left field now. Uh, that was like in right center. I'm in like left field shagging batting practice, and all of a sudden I hear, "Hey Dan!" And I turn around, it's the same guy. I'm like, "Like what do you got today, man? Is it more interesting than what you said yesterday?" And he was like, "Uh, actually, I just wanted to say I'm sorry. Like I never thought of it that way." And I was just kind of like, "Oh, that's okay." Like, but that's. I don't think people think of it that but way. One, one person. Oh, there's a bike. Bring like, on the butt. Yeah, but I'm saying like, but one person, like, I can't, you can't sit there and like, like, I'm not like teaching lessons to people. Like I'm not like, you know, I'm just like, it's just like basic human stuff where you're just like, like, but maybe that one guy will tell somebody else, like, like just share that with somebody else and share it with yeah. somebody else where it's kind of yeah. like, you know what? Like, like they don't. We don't need to hear how much we suck or how good we are, it seems like, because like if we get to keep our job, we know we're good. And if we don't, then we know we got to work on something. Like It's like we almost don't need to hear it. And, and some of my favorite ones are... Yeah, y'all's lives are so public, too. Like everything, yeah, everything. Uh, from fire to how much you're getting paid. to like, Oh, yeah, that's my favorite. My, there, everything. my youngest brother was telling me the other day, because I think I sent, I sent a, a Snapchat or something to him of because uh, Griffey's still getting paid out I, like by the Reds from a contract you know from years ago and I always nice. love like Bobby Bonilla has one like a oh, one yeah. like that. and I love contracts like that and I put a snapchat or something of it or I, it might have been on my Instagram story and he was like it's so odd because in any other uh industry like that would be super inappropriate to put someone's salary like up there you would never ask someone their salary you wouldn't know their salary and it's just it's an inappropriate question but then for you guys i mean we don't even know owner half of like what owners make and all that but everybody knows what you guys make it's an yeah. odd thing. 
I won't, I won't say which team I was on, but I had a manager one time make a comment about my salary. And so I turned to him and said, okay, how much do you make? And he like buttoned up and like walked out. And I was just like, like, why, why, why are you talking about my salary when you won't even mention like, cause it's not yours isn't public managers aren't public. You won't even mention how much you're making, but like, you're going to make a comment about mine. And I was just like, okay. And I feel like that's important though, to, to like, even, and I'm not saying like I'm anybody and like every, cause it's where I'm from Reno. So everybody in Reno thinks I'm famous, but like, obviously I'm not. And so it's just cause like I, I'm on Ace pregame live sometimes like that's it. And, and it's weird because they're like, oh, well like you're like, you're this, that, this and that. So they feel like, so when I'm getting harassed on social media, they're like, oh, we'll grow a thick skin. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's such a good idea. Like, I didn't even think about that. Like, and Why then I think of that. And they're they're Bob sitting in their cubicle and they're nine to five when they're talking on messenger to their BFF three cubicles over. And it's like, you wonder why your BMI so big. You won't stand up and go talk to him. You have to go Instagram him or AIM, whatever it's called. And it's like, then that's the thing they don't understand it. it's like you don't understand like or it's like you know because I struggle with anxiety too people are like just just relax I'm like oh my gosh it's such a good idea thank people, you that's uh, the anxiety thing to me is always like I think it's anyone who it has like any sort of fame on social media or you know if you're in the media or anything like that I have to be say certain things but sometimes like it's not it's very much if you know me this that's not my personality sometimes yeah. Same thing with players, like on the field, the way like people, fans don't really truly know the the persons sometimes behind the guy wearing the jersey on the field. And there's a lot people deal with with anxiety, like it's not their actual personality, you know, just all these things that people are so mean to them. And you guys like everyone's so dehumanized if you have a big follow robots. And it's, it sucks. And I know like, Dan, you've had to deal with that just playing in the U S. So I, I mean, I guess it's nice, you know, it's nice yeah. to go. Well, I think and- part of it too is like, I think that's also why some people don't want to use their platform of social media. Like yeah. they don't want to post where they go eat or what they're doing. Cause people will be like, I had a, I had a buddy one time. He like is loves playing call of duty on video games and he's in he's in the major leagues and he's a yankee and he's like the last thing i want to do is like i'd really love to like share this like with my fans but at the same time like the last thing i want to do is like go play the night after i was like oh for three and then have mm-hmm. people just be like oh why are you playing video games you should be in the batting cage like like he that's- just like so he's like it's just not worth it it's not worth it to him and yeah. some people that's just how they think and that's fine and like i, I had people get on me this year like cause i was on twitch after our, our team lost and they're like, do you think it's really appropriate to be on here? And I was like, yeah, it's appropriate to block you because I'm playing video games in my free time. It doesn't matter if my team won or lost today. That's and he what, was just like, oh, oh, I didn't think of that. I, I hate that. And, but well, you're not like, allowed to do that. It's- no, like players all the time. And that was one of the things uh, Bauer had a, during spring training, he hosted um, for minor leaguers, like a branding mm-hmm. workshop. And yeah. they brought in one of the heads of, um, like Instagram partnerships for athletes and things like that. And they were talking, it was just kind of this open mic thing. And they were talking about, I guess the the minor leaguers were saying that was one of their biggest kind of fears about posting because they were encouraging them to, you know, you have to start posting more. And they were like, well, one of the biggest fears was that they don't want to post like before a game or before start or something, because then if they play badly, then they get hate for posting before a start and they weren't focused. And then if they post anything or say anything on social media after like a bad, a bad start, a bad game, whatever, then they get shit on. And you know, like you're not supposed to be why you shouldn't be paying attention to social media or you should be focusing on doing better on the field. And it's like, you know, everyone has gets to go home and just have, you know, a normal life for a sliver of the day, even athletes. Yeah, yeah. And the fact that you guys can't is frustrating or that people can't accept. But there's like, it's such a double standard too. Cause there's so many times like I've been, I don't know, like walking through like a restaurant and seeing like a staff member, like on Facebook or 
like at like a convenience store leaving and see like the person have like Instagram open at the cash register. Like you see that kind of stuff everywhere, like every job, like I've like, you know, but like if I like, like a picture at, at, at 623, people are like, your team plays a game in seven minutes. And I'm like, cool. I play in four days. Like I'm fine. Don't worry about me. And like, you should explain that though. It shouldn't no, even and, Yeah. Yeah. And like, I don't explain that kind of stuff, but like when people like actually take the time to like notice those things, you're like, yes, my team does play in a few minutes. Congratulations. Like, I hope you watch and go buy a Jersey, maybe a yeah. ticket, like support the system. Like, come on. But the, it's just, yeah, it's such a double standard, but like, like it's one of those double standards is probably never going to change. And like, it just kind of like when we, want to do this as ball players like it's just it's just part of what comes along with it and I think that you just kind of have to understand it like our jobs are going to be scrutinized more than other people's jobs and like that's okay like people are going to have feel like they need to tell us how much we suck or how good we are and like that's okay but at the same time like I've heard people yell at, like Scherzer how much he sucked because he gave up some runs to the Marlins before and it's like well it's Max Scherzer guys so like he really doesn't and no one on this field does because this is like the top whatever percentage of people in the world that can actually yeah. do this no one here sucks we all have bad days like leave us alone but at the same time people feel like they buy the ticket they they they, they show they up to your social and they, they and they and they get a voice yeah, yeah. that's well, I, I'm, I mean like were you because I mean like you you know kind of what you're what you're getting into going into it but we all like learn lessons type of stuff like even with my job I was like oh cool I get to be on tv I get to like write about my favorite team but like and Rachel knows, like, there's a lot of bullshit I have to deal with. And, but I had to like learn it, but I didn't learn it until I was kind of more ass deep into it. So like, did you ever have like a situation where you're like, Zan, I don't know, Dan, like, come on, man. Like, it's just like the first thing I thought of ass deep. Is that the word? I don't know. When I like (laughs) made a name for myself, that sounds conceited though, too. When like, I got- No, just just be you. If you want to say conceited things, just be, say conceited things, you're fine. Yeah, and I am, like, fuck it. Like I, it's whatever. But like at the same time, like, cause I, I I don't, I also don't like complaining about it. Cause like I prayed for this and I worked hard, but at the same time, like I deal with annoying ass shit and like stuff that like, I'm always nervous and I'm always texting Rachel. Like, should I have tweeted this? Like, is it, should I get, am I going to get in trouble? Like, and I don't know if she's the best or the worst person to ask. The worst, for sure the worst. Because I don't have a like legal advice. Like, could I get sued for this? Like, kind of deal. But like, because I have obviously a foul mouth, and like the place I work for, I'm always nervous that I'm going to get in trouble or just something. But it's like that's literally who I am, and you'd think that they would know hiring you. But it's also like it sucks that I have to even think these things. You know, like I just, I just kind of want to tweet that I hate a certain thing but unfortunately sometimes I can't just sucks um yeah I have the same I because I can't say anything bad about a player because yeah. like you know if you if I'm representing players and like certain things with like Astros stuff like I can't touch it and like there are things yeah that just sucks that you can't really do but I think you accept it but do there you- is a momentum sweatshirt that I want to wear when there's a certain player I- on him on the A's that I want to coincidentally be wearing yeah well, I have refrained from wearing certain momentum sweatshirts, but Dan, do you find that in South Korea, the, can you tell yet, I guess, with how things are different this year though, do fans seem to hate, and I guess there's a language barrier, but do fans seem to like hate players the way there are fans that hate players in America? No, no, like dude, I've had... <laughs> like it's just different like I'm serious like I've I've thrown 20 like 22 or 23 starts and like 20 of them have been great if you will and like three of them have been like yeah let's move on yeah and of those three like I still get messages from fans and after games every single time but those messages are like you're fine you got this like it was hot today like we know we believe in you like like uh hey you know I'm sorry that you don't have a better defense behind you. Like literally, these are the messages I get from these fans are after games. Human beings, like, like just. But they're like, cool. Well, and like, like the last one, like the last one, like I gave, I gave up seven runs, and it was just annoying. And like, we won the game. Like my team won the game still. 
because I still went six innings. Like I kept, like, I just kept going. Like I threw up zeros at the end, gave our guys some time. And then all of a sudden, before you know it, I leave the game and we score 10 runs. <laughs> and like, but the fans are just like, so like, Hey, like you've been great all year. Like, we don't care. Like, just, just please just come back next year. They're like, that's like, like, they all say like that too. They're like, can I, like, we know you're doing great. We know that sucks, but like, just come back next year. It was, it was, it was a hot day today. We know that. And you're like, like, yeah, but every day is hot. Like, I, I get it. Like seven runs. Like, they what? If Trevor yeah. seven runs, like people would be like, they'd be like, I hope your mom gets cancer. Like yeah, that's hundred percent. And it's, yes. it's so, it's so messed up, but yeah. Well, it's good to know that the fans are better, you know, abroad. You think that um, makes it easier, though? I don't no, know. No, but but last year, last year there is a there's a big but on this. Last oh. year, the team was not good, and I'm on. Like they were last place. Like they were like 35 games out of like the playoffs, which is like 50 games out of like first place. Like it's they were not good. Like they almost lost 100 games in a 144 game schedule, and they like at one point. Lee Dae-ho, like the former Mariner, Lee Dae-ho is like the most famous Korean baseball player. And he was like, I guess, walking back into the dugout, like after like a strikeout or something. I don't know the exact situation, but he was coming back in the dugout and fans literally threw chicken at him. Like they don't have like hot dogs and like popcorn. Wait, like, 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 what, like how is the chicken cut? Like chicken wings? Like, no, love. like like fried chicken like that's like yeah that's, you just need to visit korea for some fried chicken like they they don't really do chicken wings they just like chop up the whole chicken and then throw it in the fryer and it's delicious but they literally threw like chicken at him like uh i wouldn't be upset but i mean no I, I, but I at the same coming. time yeah, yeah, like, instead of roses throw chicken at jess throw chicken at me i'm like let's go let's do and this and buffalo and buffalo chicken salad with rose yeah we we're getting it <laughs> we're, we're getting we're. it down you know how and, to uh, <laughs> and uh but it's like so they they kind of have I think it's both ends like there there are those people still like that that's no matter where you go like you're gonna have yeah. those people yeah but well, you're also but the people too like a lot of the nice people like still voice their opinions where I feel like a lot of times like that stuff exists in America that stuff yeah. exists people just don't say it as often Only it's like how often do you like talking. I have to get my wine opener because I'm gonna open another bottle <laughs> how often do you like leave a restaurant and you're like oh I have to leave such a great review today like, no. because they did so good. But yeah. it's like, we don't, we don't know. We're not really wired that way. But like, if you think about it, like if you just like walk, like, I need to speak to your manager, like, Hey, so-and-so did such a good job today. Yeah. It's like, only we just don't really do that. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. I do. Our expectations are that everyone is going to perform at this very high level and everything is going to satisfy us completely. The only time we ever voice our opinions, if you don't say anything, that it means it was that, like the status quo. But the only time we tend to say stuff is when I think it's like very, it does not live up to what we just expect. And we expect yeah. a lot, I think. But yeah, I mean, yeah, our ex I think our expectations just- Y'all already the... expect enough from yourself. And I know people don't like understand yeah. that, but it's like well, you have to go home defeated because you know what you did and i you know when yeah. i'm growing up the guys i played with were always like they were worse on themselves than any of us could ever be so it's like we understand oh, yeah. that they hate themselves so let's not be the cherry and the whipped cream on top and like add to that you know yeah. i tell people all the time like i've i can never really get mad at what people say anymore because like my expectations for myself are so much higher than what anybody would put on me Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like, it doesn't really matter like what other people think because I already know right. like I expect myself to be at this like high level and yeah. And it's just kind of the way it goes, but like, I think That's we all do that no matter where you are, like no matter what you're doing in life, like you all, we all have expectations of what we like should expect from ourselves. And there's just like, so many people are just, they're just not public. So no one notices yeah. if you have a good day, a bad day, like it just doesn't really get noticed. Yeah. Right. I agree. That's very so Bob with the nine to five. Nobody notices when he Fs up. Yeah. Or when I get a typo, same <laughs> dudes come out of the troll work. Like, oh, I hear you're talking shit about Jess Kleinschmidt. Can I add? Yeah. Um, so, okay. Tell us, so we've got the media down. What, talk to us a little bit about the differences because there are significant differences, I think, in 
the different types of contracts that you can have in America in MLB versus when you go overseas. Cause you guys can get different kinds of performance bonuses too, that we can't get players here. Right. Um, yeah, I think so. Like the weirdest thing was like the, when you first come here, the most money you can make your first year is a million dollars. So, um, like, and most guys, I thought got that. I was like, if you're going to come over here, I feel like they put the cap there at a million for the first year. And like, that's what everyone gets. I found out that's like not how it works. Like there's a lot of guys that are like half that, but like not that that's not the case with everybody. Like there's, there's a few guys that are, that are making the full million the first year, but then the next year is like, then it can just, then it's just in straight up negotiation. Like, but you have three foreign players and those three players, their cap for those three is four million. So like, if you're paying one guy two, obviously the other two guys can only make one. So between the four million dollars between those three, and they want to keep it like as low as possible, and the, those three players hope it's four million every year. So like that kind of still caps out. And then they actually started a team salary cap of ten million for all the Korean players. Oh wow! So. Yeah. Can you guys do, because I know for, if you go play in the NPB, you can mm-hmm. do bonuses like a certain number of home runs if you have a certain ERA, whereas in America, yeah. in MLB, you can't, you can have innings pitch, you can have performance bonuses in terms of like plate appearances or innings pitch, but you can't have home runs, like actual production, ERA yeah. bonuses like that. Can you, is that the same in the KBO? Um, I I didn't ask for those. So I don't know if that's the same or not. I like, I have, I have some, I have a bonus structure in mind um, because the, what they like to do is they like to protect themselves because the contracts are guaranteed. So like, if you like make, if they just give you the full million up front, then it's like, if you get hurt, they have no insurance on their end. So like I have stuff for like innings pitched and quality starts and oh, they so also have quality, quality start. start. Okay. I do, so which that would be but similar also have, to and quality start plus, which is like they have they have their their own stat here called quality start plus, which is seven innings of three or less. Interesting. And so like that I get an extra bonus good. if I go seven, <laughs> but then if I go eight, there's no there does there's no incentive yeah. for me to go eight other than oh. I add another inning on to my innings pitch bonus. Like yeah. So but, like all this kind of stuff, but then also like if you have a good game and you're player of the game, here's five hundred thousand won, which is like about like 450 bucks like they keep doing this and like they just keep adding on like like we call it like fight money like you just get like player of the game stuff or like player of the month you always get like thousand dollars like this is like it just like keeps adding and it's like small those are smaller numbers but like like i feel like i haven't used my like american bank cards in like months because like i've just been spending the money that i've won essentially and it's like which is a nice bonus when i'm over here overseas just trying to I mean, it's weird. I can't go shopping. I don't fit anything. I can't buy shoes because they don't have size 12 men's shoes in this country. I don't think. The humble brag. Like I definitely, I definitely don't fit in the, in the shirts they have around here. So like, I don't want to know what yes, size. We would thrive there. Jess and yeah, I are both five feet. We're so, small. yeah, we're, we're pretty itty bitty. blend in very well. Like, cause here they think we're like 12. Oh yeah. I always, I'm like a child. Yeah. So there we would be like, oh, they're probably at least 24. Yeah, we would get, we would be adults there for sure. We'd be adults there. That's I don't know because there's like, I see people and I'm like, man, is that, that person's definitely like a teenager. And they're like, nope, 38. And I'm like, what? Yeah, we like, would look no really way. old, I think, there. I think it's just, <laughs> there's like, go. I don't want to go. It's like impossible. It's impossible. Like my translator, my translator looks like he's like 22. And I found out, like, he's 33. But I thought he was, like, literally, I thought he was, like, mid-20s. Wow. And he's, like, nope, 33. You're just, like, he, they just look so young. I understood, like, yeah. so many people look so young, like, younger than they are over here. But I yeah. – you guys would be able to go shopping. Uh, fashion sense would be different. I, just, like, I don't know. When like, I was there, Rachel, 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 R
we, we, we can make it work, but one of the cool, one of like my favorite parts when I was in Seoul was they have all the, the serious like warning signs. Like I went, I went on this hike and there's all these signs about, you know, like staying off from this ledge and all these things that are, they're very serious, like government signs, but they have cartoon like characters on them and everything is like animated or whatever. It's like, don't die, but be cute about it. Like, but it's, but I, I love that. Like they're all the animated stuff is like it's normal like here it's very childish and i feel like there it's, it's not so is that considered uh, more i don't know how to even ask that question what everything's so animated like how would you well it's just like more right like have you noticed i mean no, I would, yeah it's very like they have cartoon like we'll have like cute animated pandas on things and yeah like we had to watch our sexual harassment video and it was like literally like pandas like Thank were like you. the that yeah, is what no, I they were that's and what it was I'm like saying. that was this they, those were the characters for the sexual harassment video and it yes. was just like that's that sums it up perfectly oh <laughs> okay. yeah. everything over there it's like the serious stuff they have these really adorable no, there's like emojis there's like emojis wearing masks and yeah, yeah like yeah it's that yeah it's very uh like they have, they have this, it's called cacao, which is like, I guess it's like their version of like the WhatsApp, but like okay, it's yeah. a Korean, cacao is like another big time Korean thing. Like we use cacao taxi instead of Uber. Like it's just the same, mm -hmm. but they, uh, um, this cacao, like they have like their own like emojis, but like we thought we had emojis in America. Like they have like thousands and thousands and thousands of emojis, like for Those everything you can go by, like, you okay. can go buy like Lotte giant, like emojis and like oh. you, but you pay, you go buy like whatever you want, there's an emoji for it. Like if you're like anybody like famous, like there's an emoji for it. Like, but you got to go pay for it. And so like, they have all these kind of things and like, and people use it and they're just like, they get like ridiculous. But like you said, like, I would they're thrive. just a part of society. They're just I a part like of everything. Luba needs to, yeah. Like this is, I, you would have the most gorgeous emoji. I'm not even kidding with your red ass hair and your gorgeousness. I just wish they would make a red haired emoji, like doing like this, the sassy or whatever. And like, that because I only use I'm sick of like they have the redhead but you can't it's she's just like staring at you uh, and you I feel like this is a deeper conversation that we yeah need. anyways if Apple's listening or anyone who works yeah. for Apple if they could just make a redheaded emoji also yeah that'd be that'd be cool I feel like they're just rude to leave the redheads out. I guess I don't notice it anymore I feel like I just feel like you're everywhere Rach oh you're saying you don't notice redheads now wow <laughs> Yeah. yeah, look at yeah. who else are talking about. How do you feel about this? Thank you. You're a redhead too. I was accidentally uh, redhead once for the record. I just didn't know how to do I'm, it. I'm just red bearded though. Like are this you isn't not? red. This is, I feel like yeah. it's like it could be strawberry blonde. No, is it? it yeah, that's a Whatever. stretch. Uh, I guess, the beard makes yeah. you a redhead. I feel now like. it's like salt and it's like salt and ginger though now. There's like a little bit of salt coming in. So we're good. Salt and ginger. Actually, yeah. sounds like Ra me and Rachel. <laughs> Solid. I'm not a. I'm not a real redhead though. I'm more of a. Okay. I stole that one. Salt and Ginger was from uh, Scott Feldman. We had a our basketball team for the Astros. Uh, every year we'd have like a, a like a bump championship or like a shooting competition at spring training, and me and him were teammates both years, and we were salt salt and ginger because he's. He's just completely white. And so I, we heard Salt and Ginger was our team name. I love it. Uh, and I've used it ever since. It's been my like, favorite way to describe my beard. That is fantastic. I like it. Dan, I, Smart have guys. To, I have to tell you a funny story. She's like really uncomfortable about really it. Really uncomfortable. Can't tell. Um, sure. I've only asked for like one autograph in my life and it was your autograph. It was in Reno. No. It was Where actually was it? in Oakland. And what? wait, Dan, do you remember this? I don't think, well, maybe if I tell him the story. So like, um, let's hear it. I was okay. just a fan. I had not, so I was allowed to ask for, I just, I hated autographs even before I became a reporter. And, um, and so it was during one of the fan fests and I just finished talking to Casey Sogar cause her and I are friends. And we asked you a question on like the A's Q and A. And my boyfriend at the time was a pitcher in college. 
and he was a big fan of you. He loved watching you pitch. And I was like, hey, like there's a Q&A at the Fan Fest, like what should I ask Dan? He was like, ask him what round I should draft him in my fantasy league. And you immediately answered, yeah, you were like, that's what yeah. you said. You were like, yeah. first round, obviously. So obviously. I, really, I found you. And I was like, hey, like I was the person who asked that random question. You're like, oh, okay. And you signed my card. And I don't, it was like a random A's card, but it was like the only auto, I think the only like athlete autograph. I it should be up on the board right there. It's, it's in my Beauty and the Beast case, but like yes. almost, it's almost there. Yes. But it was just like- well, I am, I am right excited. There. Yeah, so it's I'm excited to be your only autograph. You're the the only one I've ever asked for because people send me autographs all the time, thinking I like care about them, like whatever. Oh. Like I don't treat them well. I really should. Like I posed with the Craig Kimbrell signed ball for like a photo shoot, not realizing like I probably shouldn't have done that. But like I don't know what I'm doing. So yeah, you're the only autograph I've actually ever physically asked for. And the rest they just give them to her. They're just that's sick. her humble brag. That is my humble yeah. brag. So. I love humble brags. Big fan of humble brags. I am a yeah, like like Luba did it once when she was like, yeah, I was just like randomly flying in first class. I'm sitting there like on my journalist <laughs> salary, like that's cool. I told you it's only because that's my agent lifestyle that I fly all the time, and agent so lifestyle, Dan. Okay, oh, wait, wait for it. Give it, give it a. Hey. Give it a few years. She's going to be like, yeah, I was on the private jet between. Hey, yeah. That's what I'm going for. Thank you. I'm working. Oh, that's on that's why we're all. That's why we all do this. That's why we all work hard for this. Like, it's for the PJ. Sometimes that's what you yes. do. she'll bring me like her like pretzels that she gets. But like, you can come on the P on the PJ with me. Yeah, no, like you think I'm in this for like a friendship, <laughs> Rachel? Come on. Like, this is not. She's like, yeah, I'll be a co-host with you. Like, assuming. I'm like, sure. Swing the PJ through Reno. Yeah, the PJ. Well, I'm in the Bay Area now, but if you want to go to Reno. Oh, sorry. We can pick up my mom yeah. on the way home. But Perfect. Nailed it. Yeah. I actually like, I'm probably the only person in the world that will say this, but like, I, I think I have an unofficial Reno stat that needs to be like addressed. Okay. I have well, made six well starts. Nevada, so. I have six starts I've pitched in my career at that stadium in Reno. And I have six quality starts in Reno, Nevada. Interesting. I'm like, there's, there's like no chance anyone's ever can say that they're six for six on call. And I think like half of those are like the definition, like six innings, three, Luba like three was rounds. Just on um, a podcast and she probably found that the Reno Aces GM. She's a badass chick. Yeah. Wow. Oh, am I not supposed to call? Jess, you got mad on Twitter for people's, wasn't it you who called someone you don't like when I don't like being called like chicks, but I like, always just call because I don't want to say female. I know, but I'm, I also exaggerate my hatred sometimes. I don't That's actually hate it. So it's me pretending it's, to have it. I'm a talent. Anyone was offended. Yeah, if anyone was offended that I said chicks, sorry. I don't think that they were. There yeah. were way worse offensive things that you have done <laughs> that is true so, yeah but i gotta have a bobblehead now of bauer reno Ace. bloody the bloody finger the drone yeah yeah oh nice yeah that was Is that one with his shoulder tube i saw in the background he has a shoulder yeah, tube bobblehead yes. yeah it's like super dark in here now but i've got clev i've got griffy judge posey i've got a bunch more that won't fit up there but awesome. people send me those. That's what I get, Jess. You guys should get, you guys know that you can like make your own bobblehead. You guys should get one for your podcast. Can we get one? Hey, shout out our to our podcast uh, producer. Like, no, I only know this because I had, Brad Ziegler was my teammate and he one year for Mother's Day, oh like God. had a bobblehead made of his wife pushing the stroller of like their kids in there. Like all their kids were in the stroller. Risky. No, no, no. It was like, it was, it looked, it was like a, they, they spent time back and forth with like pictures and like, it was a custom bobblehead. And it was okay. Like, honestly, I was like, it was like, it was such a cool, like unique idea that I was like, I, I got to use that someday because do you have a bobblehead, Dan. I do. And it's, Does it look it's like a you? really, no, this is, it's a double A bobblehead. And yeah, I'll tell you the bobblehead story in a second. Why, how I knew I was getting traded out of Cincinnati, if you want. But um, <laughs> the like, so they had a, a bobblehead. It was me and Sonny Gray were on the same bobblehead. 
and like neither one of us like it looks like it's just like two random people but it says australian gray on the bike it looks right, nothing and your names on it so it's you yeah but i don't have one no i i i my wife and i joked around but it ended up being true that i got traded out of cincinnati after i was like the pitcher of the year there in 16 and they send you this like cool award and it's got like everyone that's ever won the award is listed on it and it's like just like or all this chapman and cueto and like just like all these like and then you go back in time and you have some of like the the great red pitchers of all time and you're like forever on this award but then the next year when they announced like the for like the media stuff that like i was not on one of the bobblehead giveaways but like people that like like there were like some prospects on there and i was like oh that means we're getting traded and sure enough like three weeks later like off now? to miami yeah, well, but I was like, so we figured it out. I was getting traded because I didn't have a bobblehead. Well, that's what they moved a Bowers, I think, bobblehead day last year in Cleveland. To I believe it was like supposed to be after the deadline and like earlier they moved, on. Yeah. They moved it up just in case because like they know. I mean, that'd be an awkward bobblehead. It's, yeah, it's, it's smart to do that kind of stuff. Yeah, like you you plan that stuff. Like if someone could be trade, you know, like on the trading block, like let's do their bobblehead. Yeah which it took them like six years to even do a bobblehead for him. They never had a Jersey in the store either yeah. in Cleveland, but they did a bobblehead eventually like a week or two before he got shipped out of there. They have uh that's, it's such like a, like a rite of passage. Like players get so like, it's such like a cool thing to have. You talk about things that like don't really matter, but like do but matter. Cool. Yeah. Like you just like, like if you get a bobblehead of yourself, you're just like, yes, like you're like, I've, I've you made, made it, like, it in life. And like on the reverse side of that, like I was, I was pitching in Dodger stadium on uh, Adrian Gonzalez bobblehead night. Oh, you talk about, you talk about pressure when he comes no, up to the plate <laughs> and then like I'll humble brag. I struck him out three times and yes. And I was like scared for my life leaving the stadium. <laughs> yeah. That makes I sense. I was like, ah, I just had so many of his fans show up to this game and they're all so angry at me. They just wanted to see a homer and I yeah. just did not want to be a highlight reel. And that's like, fair. I was just like, yeah. yeah, like you're just like, that's kind of just, I don't want to be seeing this forever that he homered in front of 50,000 people on his 50,000 bobblehead night giveaway. Well, how else do you feel like you made it? I feel like as a pitcher, because like bobblehead's pretty dope, but like, I feel like Rachel has her things and I have my, mine was like a voiceover for my podcast. Like, like the, the, the sexy voice guys, Jessica Kleinschmidt, NBC sports. Like, I'm curious, what else do you feel like you're like, Oh, this happened. Daddy made it. I think, uh, if you get like the, the, the Jersey, the shirt Jersey, uh, yeah. it's like, that's a big one because they pick like five people. Okay, that's um, very true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we have bobblehead jerseys. What team was the jersey for? No, I haven't had one. I'm just saying, like oh. things that could make it. Come on. I'm he hasn't made it yet, Jess. That's why we come back to the states so we can get you one. No, they don't even have it here. They, like I didn't, I don't even have it here. And like I was, I, I was getting messages and messages, and people were like, asking the team, like, where do you, like, where's the Straley jersey? Like, people, I was like. I literally like photo like like took screenshots of, like a bunch of them sent it to like our my transit. Can you just hand this to the marketing team and be like, hey guys, yeah, tell them to get on it. Luba and, their and response I was buy jerseys like no. Well, joke. their response was like, we can't do foreigners because they don't stay long enough, and so like it's too much work to like get foreigners. And then like if you're good enough to get a jersey, like then you usually don't stay. So like they're just okay, kind of like should. at least they're honest with it. But I was like, you guys, they're losing money by not trying to sell it. Why don't you just, uh, you could either donate, like, I don't know, that'd be probably a lot of money to like donate them, but, or just sell them yourselves, like make your own we, just jerseys and sell them. We've talked about that. Like we literally, cause like there's been like three or four things that I've done here. Like I made a t-shirt of one of my catchers. Yeah. Uh, he's like, he's just a super serious guy. And he was actually, it was during the anthem. He just like, just like, we call it classic Junte. Like he's never smiles. Like nothing's ever funny to him. And he was just classic Junte picture during the anthem. And so we made a picture and the team ended up ended up blowing up and the team ended up actually making their own version and selling the t-shirts. And okay. then so there you go. I, and then I took a picture uh, after a game, I was wearing the t-shirt and then they made a t-shirt of me wearing the t-shirt. 
Oh, it's and like Jimmy G and George Kittle kind of thing. I like that. Well, you just got me with that reference, but that's I'm well, sure you're good. Or um, J Justin Timberlake and Jimmy Fallon do it a lot. I'll send you the links later. Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and like so, they have like a couple like little things like that, but like they're uh, there's just like so many like like marketing opportunities. These people are like over here, like the fans are just so excited to like be a yeah. part of things. Yeah. And like so many people tell me like they're like, well, none of, none of the players ever like interact with the fans like you do. So like, that's why they, the Aww. fans love me so much over here. But like, I started I noticing like, that I asked for an autograph, but like, sure. Um, I think I remember like being asked when I should be drafted. I think I was like the only, you're probably the only person ever to ask me that. That was my boyfriend at the time, but I, I'm going to let him know, but yeah, I think it was but also, you asked it. what's that? It's on you. You asked it. You asked it. You didn't have to ask it. You could have asked anything. You could have, you could have yeah. asked. The only question you could have said was, can I have an autograph? But no, Ew, you chose like a never. different. I would never. I would never. But that's, that's a common question. Actually, that's actually a good point. I think I just walked up to you and handed it. Because like, I also asked my favorite. Well, Fan Fest is different. Like, it that's is. like a, it's like, that's like the, we're literally here just to sign it autographs and talk. Weird. Like, that's what we're here for. Like, when you're at the game, like, I'm literally here to try to get out, not sign your jersey. Like, Right. of somebody else because i don't have one so like i'm like that's like the whole like you're yeah, not I, I, I have a getting the point question yeah. and only because Ooh, let's hear it are you pro or con the home run statue um i was pro home run statue when i was there because i used to watch some of my teammates uh just try to hit certain light bulbs on it during batting practice right like which was funny um but, like, I've seen pictures of the stadium since they've taken it out. And, like, I think it looks way better. Like, it looks a lot more like a baseball field. Now, part of yeah. that was, like, Jeff Floria was a – he was an art – and moved on. Yeah. Like, when he sold the team and moved on and they just moved it outside and built, like, something else there, like, it makes more sense now. It's more of a baseball field now. Like mm -hmm. it was cool for that time and, and that space for the Marlins, but now they're having new ownership, new stuff. And so like, it just wasn't fitting for where they were going. So like, I guess you could say I was for it, but now that it's gone, like it's, I'm fine that it's gone. Like I think either way. Yeah. I was always curious, like from a pitcher's perspective, like what they thought about it. I love it. Cause it's so extra, which same. Well, but like I saw so many home runs there when it went off and I never once actually saw it because you're busy watching the person run the bases you're busy, like, getting excited about, like, your team just scoring runs. And, like, you're just watching never board, once, like, like not. okay, okay. Because, yeah, like, usually, like, you're sitting and you got to, like, like, shuffle off the bench and, like, go get it ready for the high five line. And, like, you're, like, not, or, you know, or, or you're just excited and you're standing up and yelling for, because you got to make noise, because otherwise no one will there. Right. So you got to, like, try to be loud. And so all this kind of stuff. And you never really, like, oh, home run, like, statue. Like, no, that never, that never happened just because like but every day yeah but every day like they tested it they made sure it worked every day so like okay. Okay. the grounds crew dog we had a grounds crew dog there the head and no matter where this dog was in the stadium as soon as they went to test the statue like she would just take off sprinting and she would get right in front of it and just jumping up on the fence like barking her just barking so loud at the statue kind of dog? every single day what i have no dog? clue ah, no clue yeah, what reach. she was like that. Yeah, so she was at the field like every day with us. Like she was awesome. I need uh, every team needs that. But yeah, I just I learned we have a dog at Lote too because I was out the other day playing catch and there was just dog poop. So I learned that there was a dog there. I haven't seen it, but I I oh I let me make this. That's a big assumption of me. I assume there's a dog that then because and that was dog poop that I saw. I hope I hope it was. I but. hope so too. Yeah. There was two piles. Okay, well. <laughs> yeah. They were not next to each other. We're hoping that it was a dog. Yeah. That's like me walking through the streets of San Francisco. <laughs> you don't know if it's human. That is that is a fact, but yikes. 
Yeah. I'll stay away from that one. Different podcast. No, I know. Like it just, I can tell you the A's fans definitely love you and miss you. And I can personally say that because they ask about you sometimes. So I, I MLB right missed Will. Right field Will posted a, like a, a picture like, or a video yeah. of something like yesterday of when 2012 of like clinching like the playoffs for the first time since like 03. And like I literally, I was like going to sleep. And I like saw it and like, I like got chills and I was like, oh my gosh, like this was so long ago, but like, I still remember that. Like, it was just, just such a, it was such a fun, like, I, I was very fortunate that like, I got called up in like the middle of a, like a pennant race and like got to be a part of that. And like, I remember it being like, I, I only pitched like seven or nine games, whatever it was down the stretch for the A's that year. And I was like, like, I didn't like quite feel like I was like, a part of everything like I was still excited to be going to the playoffs but like I wasn't there for like April May June July so like I wasn't a part of that I was in double a trying to get up there so it was just like such a weird like yay we did it yeah like, kind I get, of feeling that's you're like yeah. Yeah. yeah you're still a part of it it's still you are you absolutely are and I mean I grew up an ace fan now I get to cover them and it's just like the coolest it's like I couldn't imagine a better team to cover and it's so much fun and I it's like I'm so lucky every single day and that's just me kind of being lame about it have you got to meet Seth Brown yet I like I don't think outfielder I know I know who he is like I physically met him I think like via zoom but not okay I don't think so we there's a group there's three of us that work out together in the offseason Seth's one of them and, yeah, he just uh, yeah. got promoted recently. Yeah, or, no, he's yeah. yeah very I love I just, Yeah, I feel of, like a lot of people are. I feel like the transactions this year. Yeah, have been uh. That's yeah. Quite quite great. Yeah, from just the amount of injuries and double headers and everything else and yeah yeah. Just it's a it's a shit show over here. So beautiful shit show. We had baseball and it happened. Yeah. And it's back and you're living it up over in South Korea, but we miss you and we want you to come back. We definitely want you back. And I can promise you we're like I mean, I'm so jealous that you don't get as much I mean, you get like less shit from fans over there, but you know, it's it's a, it's kind of a different atmosphere this year. I feel like they're definitely happy baseball's back. I mean, obviously people are always going to be crappy, but it's the first season where I'm like not as worried about so yeah. many. I haven't had to, you know, go to Twitter support as much as I would have used to <laughs> this season. Well, Twitter support. Thank, thank God for that. Yeah, yeah. Dan, you've been yeah. phenomenal and we had so much fun and thanks for tuning in. And I'm sorry that you couldn't drink with us, but yeah. I think- Hope you got lots of coffee in. You got tons of coffee in your in your system. And That's thank you guys yeah. for tuning in to Corked Up. And we will see you next time.